Well, let's go ahead and open our Bibles again today to our verse that we're using for our study, uh, which is 1 Peter chapter 3, verse number 15. And again, this will be another installment of our series on Back to Basics. In 1 Peter 3, 15, But in your heart set apart Christ as Lord. And I could talk about that for quite some time. <laughs> Lord means kurios or master. That means he needs to be reigning over you, over your heart. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. So we talk about the first basic that we need to embrace as Christians is that the only true basis of Christian fellowship is Christ agape love. We're called to love each other. That doesn't mean that we necessarily like each other. I, when I talk to young people, I tell them, you know, I'm com we're commanded to love each other, but we're not necessarily commanded to like each other. Uh, the reason I like you is because you're like me. You know, I mean, we all do things differently. There's people that I don't like. It doesn't mean I don't love them. It just means that I don't find any affinity with them. I don't run in their same circles. I don't like the same things that they like. I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, it doesn't mean I necessarily show disdain for them, but I can't look at that person and say, well, you know, I like that person. Well, I, I don't even necessarily know that person. And what I know about that person, there's nothing about it them that draws me to them. I just think we throw those words around quite a bit today. But we are called to love each other, uh, which is greater than any of the, the differences that we possess. I mean, I can uh, disagree with guys on some pretty serious things. Uh, even um, fundamental doctrines of the faith. Uh, that I think are actually damning to them. But I, I still am called to love them. I'm called to love my enemies, uh, without which we have no right to claim ourselves to be Christians. And then number two, the worship of God should be spiritual. Number three, the worship of God should be inspirational. And then we talked in two parts on the worship of God should be intelligent. I don't think we're called to check our brains at the door just because we're Christians. As a matter of fact, I tell people all the time, a faith untested is no faith at all. Uh, we need to question our faith. And I was talking to a young man the other day. I think we as believers, just like politically, we can find ourselves in echo chambers. Um, you know, we quickly, maybe not quickly, but look at your Facebook page, for example. People that you clashed with are no longer there anymore. You know, we kind of gravitate toward people who are like us. I mean, it's just the way life rolls, you know. Um, I remember one time I went to a uh, training seminar years ago. Um, and as we were all checking in, they gave us a folder. I didn't pay attention to it. I mean, but they had given us all different color folders red yellow black white you know just pink i mean just all kinds of different color folders and then they told us to just add they gave us about 30 minutes just mill around with you know some snacks and things like that and then they told us to 
just freeze right where we are. And they said, if you're carrying a pink folder, raise it in the air. I was shocked at how many of us with the same color folders gravitated toward each other. Why? Because we, even unconsciously, or even you know consciously, I don't know, but we gravitated toward things that were like us. It's life. I mean, it's, it's the way we are. I mean, you can't force people to like you because they're not like you. You know, I mean, you know, fr- friendships and uh, marriages are totally different. You know, we have friends who are like us. We marry our opposite. So uh, for that, for what that's worth, uh, when a couple comes to me and says, oh, we're just alike, that's a red flag. Uh, I don't need to marry myself. <laughs> the Bible says that I will make a help meet comparable to him. I will make someone where she's strong, he's weak, where he's weak, she's strong, they will complement one another. They will become one flesh. They will be complete. And strong marriages are totally opposites. Uh, And friendships aren't. Friendships, we like things, we share common uh, uh, hobbies or interests, and that's what kind of draws us together. So just because I like you doesn't mean I need to marry you. Uh, Number five is the worship of God should be fruitful. Therefore, we look for his love in our lives as the supreme manifestation that we have been truly worshiping him. So every Christian will bear spiritual fruit somewhere, sometime, somehow, some way. Otherwise, that person is not truly a believer. Every born-again individual will be fruitful. Not to be fruitful is to be faithless. And without faith, there is no salvation. Every Christian will be fruitful. Basic number five. Bible says in Galatians 5.22, let's, let's look over there real quick, but the fruit of the Spirit, literally the outgrowth of the Spirit in our life, the proof of the Spirit in our life is love. That was number one in the basics. Joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. You will bear spiritual fruit. God wants spiritual fruit and not religious nuts, as an old preacher used to say. Uh, If we're walking in the Spirit, the fruit of that is going to be love. The fruit of that is going to be joy. You know, and I think there's there's a big difference between happiness and joy. The day can stink. The day cannot go my way, and I lose my happiness but I'm not going to lose my joy. Why? Because my joy is not dependent upon external circumstances like my happiness is. My joy is dependent upon what God is doing on the inside. And then peace. And that peace is just knowing God's got this. You know, I mean, we can sit down and we can watch our echo chamber news channels at night. Uh, But God's got this. Long-suffering, patience, uh, 
We need to be caring with each other. We need to, not everybody is on the same plane. You know, it's interesting when the Bible talks about how we're, we're to be, uh, we're to be patient with, with our weaker brother. You know, we just automatically assume that that's referring to someone else in our lives. Well, guess what? <laughs> you and I are the weaker brother to some people. You know, and we need to be long suffering. We need to be gentle. We need to be good. Um, we need to have faith. We need to be meek. We need to we need to have temperance. Against such there is no law. Um, and that word temperance is self control. You know, I I hear people say all the time, "Well, I, I I just couldn't help myself." Well, as a child of God, the fruit of the Spirit is that you can help yourself. You don't have to go there. You choose to go there. And if you're going there, it's because you're not walking in the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And then also in Matthew chapter number 7, our Lord was speaking to the disciples. And he said, Beware the false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them how by their fruits. Grapes are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor figs from thistles, are they? So every good tree bears good fruit, and bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit, nor can a bad tree produce good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire, so then you will know them by their fruits. So you look into somebody's life who says, yeah, I'm a believer, but you don't see any love, you don't see any joy, you don't see any patience or peace or kindness or goodness or friendliness or gentleness, faithfulness. You will know them by their fruit. In John 15, um, another passage where our Lord is speaking to his disciples. He said, I am the true vine. My father is the vine dresser and every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes so that it may bear even more fruit. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. So you want to produce fruit? Abide in the vine. Who is the vine? Christ is the vine. We need to abide in him. In verses 16 and 17 of the same chapter, you did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you that you would go and bear fruit and that your fruit would remain so that whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give you. We need to bear fruit. Bearing fruit is not an option for the child of God. We will bear fruit because we are children of God. And next time we'll look at basic number six which is we believe in the inspiration and the preservation of Scripture. We believe that the Old and the New Testaments of our Bibles are inerrant. They are inspired Word of God and that it is the final authority in all matters of faith and practice. And that one is going to take a little while. God bless you guys. Hope that you have a great day. Remember, God loves you, wants the best for you. He's working all things out for your good.